Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. Because the way I like almost went to Wendy's to get fries to yeah. dip in the kick and because it's like mm-hmm. it's good on the sandwich but like what I would do to have it on fries and Liz and I'm like why am I so tired and also why am I gaining more weight than average I don't know and the doctor's like are you getting enough protein and I'm like no not, I don't think I've had any protein today your mom time off starts now welcome back to the carpool podcast with Kelly and Liz and Fred um, we are still going strong on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. Fred's actually kind of had a rough day. Yeah, poor guy. Fredicini Alfredo got his tongue and lip tie revision done today. So they lasered some of the flesh in his mouth. Ugh. And it, I really don't think I gave it much headspace until I was at the dentist's office. And then I was like, whoa, 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 like, what am I doing here? Like, well, then, because they were like, oh, it's not, it's pretty, it's very standard. And it is very it's standard. It's very standard. It's very common. And it's not that big. It's not that huge of a thing. But like when your baby's like going through that, you're like, your first instinct is like, stop this immediately. I know. Why and are like, we doing this? And the the thing is like, it, it's, it's so hard to know like what, part of him is being affected by it so like nursing hurts but i'm like Mm -hmm. well i'll just deal with it like whatever like i I don't want to put him through pain but then i think that the thing with lip and tongue ties is they can cause more issues in life like speech development and i do think sometimes fred has like some tightness in his neck and in his back and people say like that can be a sign of like a tongue tie discomfort too so from the messages i've received on instagram like some people are saying they had a different baby after they got it revised which fred's already a pretty easy baby so like whoa like maybe he'll just even be easier also it's like if he would ever have to go through anything else later in life like do the thing that could eventually prevent that when he will never remember it i know like kelly called me a little bit frazzled after just because you felt so you felt so guilty for him i know and i was like the good thing is is that you're the only one traumatized in the situation he's not yeah He, he won't remember it he doesn't remember it yeah, I just I didn't understand like how much of a surgery and like it's not like it's two minutes long like they just zip zip it but like it is whatever. So anyway, mm-hmm. Fred's doing okay, but now I have to do like all these stretches, which like are going to be super painful. Oh gosh! But you know what? It's a very fixable, treatable thing. Absolutely. And we're coming off the other side of it. So yeah. all that to say is Fred's here. My headspace is mm, average. Mm-hmm. How's yours? My space is pretty good. Oh, good. I I got to see my baby this week. I actually got to do a second anatomy scan because the first one he was being not super cooperative. But which, some could argue cooperative because that kind of worked out. Um, so they were like, oh, we'll schedule you for another one so we can try and see. Um, they couldn't like get a good sh- view of his head. And so he was doing the exact same thing the second time. Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna have to come in for a third anatomy scan. But they did eventually get everything. He's healthy. He's big. They're like, he has long legs, which I'm like, shocker. Shocker check. <laughs> and all is well. Um, did they say like you're carrying super low or have like, they didn't really say anything like that. No. Where was the, the ultrasound thing that was it, like on your hip? Yeah. I feel like yeah. you're carrying like so low like I did with Fred. Yeah. It, it looks like. I swallowed a watermelon vertically. I know. Yeah. No basketball bumps for us, girlfriend. No, 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 no. We are some oblong watermelon. It is oblong. K- kind of growing Amazon woman looking baby. I know, which is why it looks so awkward when I try and like put shorts underneath <laughs> my bump. Like I see that's how, you know, people like get comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you can't put th- you can't put no, shorts. It's giving well. peep show. I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. So I've been there. Yeah, but um, I asked the doctor, I'm like, why am I so tired all the time? I feel like I shouldn't be this tired. Um, and she told me I need to up my protein. So that's what we're working on. So what have you been upping it with? So kind of like trying to go back to my wedding diet a little bit. Fully, fully transparent. Like once I found out I was pregnant, I was like, perfect. I'm going to kind of go crazy and eat whatever well, I want. Yeah. And all the things, um, especially coming off of a wedding diet and... Um, so it's been, you know, a lot of carbs, a lot of sugar. And I'm like, why am I so tired? And also, why am I gaining more weight than average? I don't know. And the doctor's like, are you getting enough protein? 
protein. And I'm like, no, not, I don't think I've had any protein today. You're like how many, how much protein's in a donut? Yeah, I know. So I am kind of getting back to it. Um, so I made protein, I made Kodiak cakes this morning, but I added more protein to it. Good. Mom brought me a Qdoba bowl for lunch, Yum. which was so nice. And I'm just going to make some protein balls and just kind of like keep those good options on hand. I'm also trying to eat a little healthier because my jeans don't fit um as to be first of all as to be expected because one thing about me is i go balls to the walls when i'm pregnant if i'm not getting 50 pounds i'm not trying hard enough yeah so um but my sister-in-law told me the funniest thing this weekend which is um i want to be clear i have a very healthy relationship with my body and my body image and food but i just thought this was funny but i don't want anyone to like take what i'm saying and like think it's okay i'm doing like negative self-talk yeah but my sister-in-law was, we were talking about clothes and she was like, yeah, you know, like I just like to wear jeans to work Oh, because I think I make better food decisions. Mm. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, in college, I wore a lot of leggings and things don't feel tight. So you're like, sure, I'll have fries with lunch. But in jeans, you think twice. Yeah. And that is so freaking true. <laughs> yeah. So I wore, I have like one pair of jeans that fit me and I wore them on Sunday to church and then we went out to lunch after and you best believe I got a salad. <laughs> yeah, they were I mean, tight. There's, there's certainly some truth of that. But then on the flip side of the coin being pregnant, you and I went out for lunch and we got salads. And then I wanted to get a cute photo for Instagram. So I was like, I also need to order a side of fries. So that way my bum can look more voluptuous <laughs> for right. my photo. So it's like when you're pregnant, it goes the opposite way. And like the more... I know we are kind of ships in the night because like yeah. I was at my... When I was in my pregnancy, like you were... You were in my early pregnancy, you were on wedding vibes. We could not have related more. No. And now you're like on the get big program and I'm like on the get little program. Yeah. Well, luckily, so we're tough my, to take out to my lunch. get big program is also now apparently just eating protein all the time. So maybe I'm a positive influence to hang out with. Maybe. But you catch me if you're only doing like, gosh, Kelly's really been dressing up. Why is she in jeans? It's it's so reason. I make smarter eating decisions. OK, we'll see how that works. Let us know. Let us know if it helps. I will. I mean, I go back for my six week appointment next week which is crazy that is mm -hmm. almost six weeks old and then i'm gonna get back to the gym maybe we'll see all right i love it well let's get started with our episode cal um and let's start strong with the millennial word of the day where we learn gen z slang so we can be less, less lame. lame and today i want to kind of finish my yeah. little dating series oh, yeah. that we didn't get up that we didn't get it get to so i have three more wait before we, can you tell us what you thought of tyler's episode oh i thought it was great there were some there were some laugh out loud funny parts like what? I really thought it was hilarious. And you guys were talking about George. And then <laughs> I didn't know that he had that. Uh, yeah, he wanted to give away. Oh, you didn't know. Liz, I was trying. I was so. And here's the thing is it's like uh, the way that that's the most realistic, not toy like puffer fish in the world. Like you literally can't no, donate who that would take as a it? toy. Like that's not a good toy. No. So and maybe that's what he realized. <laughs> OK, so I have three more words that are often found in online modern dating so the next word is cookie jarring mm. who took a cookie from the cookie jar does it have something to do with that well it's called cookie jarring so it does have to do with a cookie jar um that is when you i literally have no idea <laughs> I mean, I'm like kind of trying to read this and I don't think I fully understand it either. So maybe we can figure it out together. When a person seeks a relationship with someone else as a backup plan, in the same way that people might reach for a cookie when they want an instant treat, someone who is cookie jarring pursues their backup person when the one they want isn't actually available or has rejected them. Yeah. So it's like a plan B. Backup plan. Backup plan. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cookie jarring. Cookie jarring. So are you cookie like would I be I would cookie jar a person like oh I'm cookie jarring like him yeah okay. I guess I don't really think we're gonna need to use these but it's good to know <laughs> you never know well Liz that's not true like I feel like I could be cookie jarring some manufacturers it's like yeah like who's like you know well it's like sometimes like if mom isn't available to hang out with me one night maybe I'll like reach out to you mm, yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. I'm kind of cookie jarring you or you're my yeah cookie jarring yeah Okay, next one is love bombing. Oh, I've heard this. Love bombing is when you just like give them all your love. You bomb them with love. It is, but um, 
it's more it has a negative connotation associated with it so it's lavishing a new romantic partner with grand gestures and constant contact so you're right there but then it's also keeping them isolated from friends and family in order to gain control in the relationship not all grand gestures of affection are red flags which can make love bombing hard to spot so if someone's like constantly trying to contact you do all these lavish things for you but like that's pulling you away from your friends and your family they might be love bombing you and trying to gain control of the situation because then they bait and switch you then they stop being sweet ouch um Okay, last one is orbiting. Orbiting. Orbiting would be like you're like circling, like you're not being direct, like you're like avoiding, like you're orbiting around a topic instead of just like having the convo. Yeah, kind of. Kind of, not really. Okay. But you, you were on the right track and then you went wrong. Okay. When someone has cut off communication with a person or they have made it clear that they are not interested in pursuing a relationship, yet they continue to interact with that person on social media, usually through views and likes. So if it's like a guy tells you that he's like no longer interested, he doesn't want to move forward, but then he like still likes your photos. Like he still likes the thirst trap mm. that's orbiting that's a good so they're one. like out but they're not like totally out they're just yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah, hanging yeah. around Ooh, i like that one okay yeah. so orbiting love bombing and cookie, cookie jarring. jarring i'm gonna try to use all three in today's episode that's okay. what i have to best say best of luck okay what's next oh we have a taste drive or do you want to do a dump we can do it let's do a dump okay on my driveway dump today i just have three quick things the first is kind of something that you turned me on to elizabeth but okay. i just don't know if enough people know about it oh okay um J- Jimmy John's yeah has the thing called Kickin' Ranch yeah very good and it's like the most delectable delicious dipping sauce mm-hmm. and the real the you need to get it and yeah you pay up for it but you know what you just do it but get any sandwich ask for the Kickin' Ranch on the side yeah your girl got it well l- the Kickin' Ranch only comes on the side I might add <clears throat> oh they don't put it they don't put no. it right on the Sammy yeah so if you ask for Kickin' Ranch it will always come in a little plastic container on the side for your dipping pleasure so here's w- what I want to say so today went to Jimmy John's after Fred's appointment because you know your girl needed some comfort food I was wearing leggings for mm-hmm. the record not jean not jean it was not a jean day mm-hmm. um and I got a little John turkey tom Side of Kick and Ranch. And then you know what I got to thinking? Like the real sin in the Kick and Ranch is that Jimmy John's doesn't serve fries. Cause the way I like almost went to Wendy's to get fries to yeah. dip in the Kick and Ranch. Because it's like mm-hmm. it's good on the sandwich, but like what I would do to have it on fries. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it'd be very good. But if you've never, if you've like written off Jimmy John's because you're like, eh, it's just not that good, but you've never tried the Kick and Ranch, I challenge you to orbit back. Okay. Stop cookie jarring them. Stop keeping them in the back. Okay. Love bomb them and order mm. a sandwich with kick and ranch. That felt like a stretch, but that, I'll give it to you. Well, you know what? A for effort. You know what I've been cookie jarring is I've been cookie jarring the turkey tom because I can't have it while I'm pregnant and I've just been getting the veggie sandwich instead. But if you add the kick and ranch to it, it tastes actually just like the turkey tom. But you need to get protein in. So you need to either. I know. I need to stop doing that. Be making a grilled chicken to bring or. But yeah, you eating a veggie Sam. Yeah, there's gonna, no option. Not going to do it. No. Um, next is, I mean, I talk about this a lot, but I just think like every so often it's one of those things you should just be reminded of. And that's the 20 minute timer hack. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's such a life changing thing. And if you don't know what it is, follow me on Instagram because I've been like kind of sharing my 20 minute because you know my tripod has been really working out have you yeah noticed? i have you've been really easy. and i've been time lapsing things love a time lapse nothing nothing will make you do something quicker than if you put a freaking time lapse on yourself no and i don't have my phone so what i can't exactly I'm not, you can't check your phone i honestly very much recommend but anyway the 20 minute timer is i get home from daycare you can do it at any time of the day so i normally on a good day will do 20 minutes in the morning 20 minutes before bed and it's just powerhouse time you just don't stop moving mm-hmm. and some days that's like a pickup some days it's like you know what you're you tackle a micro anxiety like you know what this junk drawer it's time mm-hmm. yeah and you just take it so 20 minute timer hack such a such a game changing such a game changing thing on top of like just being like productive because this is like all i've been doing on maternity leave like i've been doing my 20 minute timers and then i go get a car wash i just can't express to you how like if you are about to be really anybody but especially if you're like a new mom or having a baby get yourself a car wash subscription because like it's just the perfect most productive affordable outing like Mm -hmm. you just go Mm -hmm. you get a coffee 
you get a car wash. You're yeah. feeling yourself. The baby's mm-hmm. sleeping. Vacuum. He's screaming. Go home. Yeah. But it's just so productive. And sometimes I think like as mothers, you're like want to spend time cleaning your house. But outside of the 20 minute timer, the house is going to get dirty. You spend 20 minutes on your car. Let me tell you something. It stays cleaner longer than your living yeah. room. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's just getting older, but I the joy or maybe I've just never experienced it. But just like the joy of having a car wash subscription, it's really changed my life for the best. So highly recommend. Mm-hmm. And that's all I had. Okay. Well, I have a couple of things oh. on my feral freeway. Um, I have stumbled upon the toxic side of that I've that I've been hearing about the rumors about of toxic motherhood. Yeah. Comments. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I haven't faced any of it, but now I'm like mortified that I will soon. But um, I'll just see like a perfectly innocent video <laughs> of like there's not even a baby in it and this woman's like this is how i sterilize my how i'm going to be sterilizing my bottles for my new baby like she's an influencer she's sharing a product she's not doing anything new i don't know her she might have been paid for the ad like she's literally doing her job and the comment section was crazy and i felt so sad um it was uh just judgment after judgment you don't need that oh no you shouldn't wait to do it that way you should do it this way just throw it in the dishwasher just do that just do this trust me girl as soon as that baby comes you're not going to want to do that it's it's all the just wait and it's i'm also noticing more just waits for um just wait until you have the second kid and i've been noticing noticing that a little bit when i'm posting about registry stuff and stuff that i want um or stuff that i think i want to get for my registry because people are like um, you might use it for the first one, but by the second one, you won't even care. Or decorating my nursery is actually a great example because I'm really excited about it. And then people are like, oh, by the time you have your second one, you literally won't even care about your nursery at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't know. I, I might not. I might. It doesn't matter. The thing is, is it's like, let me experience that for myself. Yeah. You can't tell people like it's just it's very fresh it's i just feel so bad for people when they're like a a random stranger on the internet is trying to be an expert on this person's like life so anyway i just feel like i've seen so much yeah toxic comments a lot of just waits a lot of don't do it that way do it this way and i don't and i I hate it people like they it's never gonna stop and if people are like wait till George turns five it's like okay like just it's there's wisdom and then there's like people are going to do things differently Mm -hmm. like you and I were raised the exact same way being 16 months apart having the same parents having the exact same childhood and yet like in our day-to-day lives you and I have different values on different things we do things differently on the most mundane random things in the world yeah I imagine the way in which the things that I like to use as, as I'm raising kids, especially like babies and stuff, like my best reading journey is going to be different than yours. The products that I like are going to be different yep. than yours. Yep. And like, when we've that's already, okay. I feel like we've already talked about like things that you're going to do with that you don't like that I do with my kids that you're going to not do with your kids and you're going to do things that I would never do. And like, it just, yeah. it's called being the parent and making the choice. And people, yeah. people like people. I never get that. And I feel like um, your friend Ashley says it like so wonderfully of just like you are the parent to that child, and so that way you are the expert on that child. Like you know what's best for that child because you are the mother for that child. I don't know what's best for Fred because I'm yeah. not Fred's mother. Yeah, I so agree. So for who am I to say anything about what I think you should be doing with Fred when I'm you're his mother? Yeah. So anyway, I just like I have stumbled. I've heard the rumors about the toxic. Uh, side and I have found it and I am like so mortified now to like post anything but I really don't feel like it it carries over too much um, especially on the carpool and like with the people who uh, follow us but I have somehow landed on that side of Instagram reels well it's fun just wait till you like literally Elizabeth and this I take with a what do I want to say I want to phrase this wait till you see a mother post a picture of their child in the car seat yeah it is 
And the way that people, and it's kind of like what I talked about the other, the other day. It's like the way that people who aren't even experts will try to correct it. And more times than not, they are right because we all, they all know these buzzwordy things like where the chest clip should be, where the shoulder strap mm-hmm. should be, where the crotch buckle should be. Like they all know these like buzzwordy rules. Mm-hmm. And the thing that makes I think car seats and sleep so toxic come off not so toxic come off so toxic is that there's rules and people love rules people love rules and people love to tell people when they're not following the rules like a lot of other things with babies are so like subjective subjective and Mm -hmm. developmental and like it's hard to be like you know what you're feeding them and what you're x y and z them but with things like sleep it's like flat surface nothing in the crib swaddled Mm -hmm. that's it nothing else is acceptable Everything else you want to kill your baby. Like, it's so... Yeah. And car seats kind of have the same... But where car seats are different are... There's different kinds of car seats. And kind of like what I talked about in the podcast a few weeks ago. Like, if you're not an expert, do not tell someone what to do with their car seat. Mm-hmm. Just because you think you know. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sleep yeah. is just... Like, I just... I mean, you practice as safe as sleep as you can and you move on with your life. Like, you're not supposed to... Kids aren't supposed to sleep in their car seats outside of the car. So, I'm sorry... Like and here's my my kids fall asleep in the Fred falls asleep in the car seat. I bring the car seat inside. I'm not in a rush to get him out. I won't yeah. leave him in there for hours. But yeah. no, like I'm not gonna be like, oh my gosh, get him out. The car stopped. Yeah, like so dramatic. Well, and a lot of times I feel like there 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 do have to be rules that are hard and firm, so that way you know, um, like just to be overly cautious because it is like a child's life at play. Um. However, like you also do need to like make the best decisions for like your life and what works for you and like know the rules and like still make conscious decisions uh, with the rules because you can't you can't do everything perfectly and you won't do everything perfectly and you'll drive yourself crazy if you do. But I'd also just say like those rules are set in place to be to have guidance by professionals and that that, that's all I'm saying. So if you're not a professional you can refer them to a professional but you can't say that something's right or something's wrong yeah and just like so icky like just it's kind of like with politics as crazy this sounds like did anyone's political mind ever change by you saying that they're stupid or shaming them right absolutely no so no if you really like really like sweeter nicer which don't get me wrong i've posted things on my stories people have been like hey you shouldn't be doing that i'm like oh i didn't know that yeah but it's been done in a way that's tasteful and kind and nice. Absolutely. And, and, there's, is and there is such a difference. And if you are the person who has maybe sent us or me a comment um, and I responded in a kind way is because I did I did actually appreciate it. Yeah. And I haven't really faced any of those comments yet, but I've just seen other people who have and it makes me uh, sad and icky. And then there's like fights in the comments and they're like I know, it's trying to stand up for the person. And it's just, oh my God, it just, it makes me cringe. Yeah, well. <laughs> What else you got on your freeway? Or is that's that, all. That's, that's all. really okay, well, all that I've seen good. lately. Yeah. Well, let's get to our taste drive because then we have industry news. But we kind of have a lot to okay, get to. Okay. So, so it's time for our taste drive. Um, And I truly feel like this taste drive, we are doing it for the purpose that the taste drive was intended. And that is to hopefully save you some money. Um, Kelly, have you ever had True Fruits? No. So True Fruits are these... You find them in the freezer section and they are frozen little pieces of fruit that are wrapped in, covered in like yogurt and dark chocolate. I've had the blueberries. Okay. So mom turned me on to them because she has the raspberries and the raspberries are wonderful. I went to the grocery store and I noticed that they have a very large selection of true true fruits. It is hard to say. However, they are $8 for a little bag. So like we cannot be wasting our time on getting anything but the best flavor. So I bought four of them. There was like a couple more. I think there was like a pineapple and like another one. And I was just like not interested in it. So I did get some and we are going to try them and tell you which one of the true fruits are worth your $8 and which one you can skip. Let's do it. Okay, so I got four different fruits. I got the blueberries, which are in white and dark chocolate. I was wrong. It's not yogurt. It's white chocolate. I got the bananas, which are in peanut butter and dark chocolate. The raspberries, which are in white and dark chocolate. And then the strawberries, which are in white and milk chocolate. So a little bit of variety for us. And we are going to determine which ones are worth getting. So where do you want to start, Cal? So how much are they a bag? They're $8 a bag. That's freaking pricey. And how many are in each bag? I mean, it's not that big of a bag. No, it's not that big of a bag. But like, it's also fr- it's also fruit. Like, this is 
that's Fruit, true. Fruit's expensive. That's true. That's true. That's true. Um, I think we start with the blueberry because like I've had that, so it's a okay. baseline, which I thought it was fine. Okay. Blueberry's pretty good. I mean, I don't taste the blueberry. It's blueberry me, doesn't have a lot of no, flavor. No, it's just like chocolatey. I can already tell you the raspberry has more flavor than the blueberry. Have you had these? I've had the. I've only had the raspberry. Oh, okay. So let's go with the raspberry. Okay, and then we can like yeah, compare yeah, yeah, yeah. those two. What do you think? Definitely more flavor, delicious. Mm-hmm. I mean, raspberries very good. Raspberries can be hard to beat. That feels like a treat. The blueberry felt like not that good yeah but the thing i don't like about the banana and the strawberry just looking at them is they're not a one biter no they're big so the- I, I think like i hate chocolate covered things because i'm gonna bite it and then the chocolate's gonna shatter and it's gonna end up on like and it's also my lap. cold so it's gonna be like cold on the on the lip all right let's um let's go with the banana okay banana so bananas dark chocolate it's and really butter. good it's very really good. good i do feel like those though I could make on my own. I could recreate that at home. The raspberry had so much flavor, and I don't know why those raspberries have so much flavor, but the banana I could for sure make at home myself. I mean, I think I could make the raspberry at home, but the banana I think I could also make without... I could get the flavor profile without making them. Yeah, that's true. Um, I like the banana. I I mean, I wouldn't do the hustle of... Fred, he just wants one, you know? Yeah, I know. I get it. Okay, and last up is the strawberry. Strawberry is covered in milk chocolate, which is interesting. Fred is about to lose it. We might need to take a break from recording really quick. (laughs) The the strawberry uh, is also very good, um, but milk chocolate's not really for me, per se. I'm not sure if the segment is coming off as hectic as it is feeling for us at the present moment, because Fred is kind of being a little bit of a diva right now. Um, but uh, to summarize, blueberries aren't worth getting. Um, not enough flavor. Banana, I think you can get that similar flavor profile as a DIY project at home, or I think that there's like so many frozen peanut butter banana treats in the frozen section. I don't think that they're that's necessarily worth the eight dollars. Um, and then I think when it comes down to the strawberry and the raspberry, they both have a lot of flavor, kind of giving similar flavor. However, the um, raspberries and dark chocolate and the strawberries and milk chocolates, so I think I would make your decision off of your preference in chocolates. And that's going to be our taste drive. And hopefully we uh, saved you some money at the grocery store. With the pregnancy insomnia in full force, I have been trying to hack my sleep quality by setting myself up for a successful night's sleep, and it starts with my sheets, which is why I have been loving my Bull and Brant's sheets. Made with the softest 100% organic cotton you've ever felt, it's the kind of quality you'll feel immediately. Having soft, comfortable, and high-quality sheets are such a game-changer for my sleep quality. If you're in the market for new sheets, you should absolutely check out Bull & Branch's Signature Sheet Collection. Bull & Branch's Signature Sheets come in 10 versatile colors in all sizes from Twin up to California King. They're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They're made without toxins, free from pesticides, formaldehyde, and other harsh chemicals. Best of all, Bull and Branch gives you a 30-night risk-free guarantee with free shipping on returns on all U.S. orders. Make the most out of bedtime with Bull and Branch sheets. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code CARPOOL at bullandbranch.com. Exclusions apply. See site for details. That's Bull and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com, promo code CARPOOL. Did you know that try it free for 30 days is enough time to try and completely forget about a subscription or service? Before you know it, you're paying for a subscription you don't use every single month. With Rocket Money, you can change that with just a few quick taps. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills all in one place. I can't tell you how many times I have signed up for a free trial and completely forgot to cancel and was charged for months for a subscription I wasn't using. I was literally throwing away money. 
Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want and don't use. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel. Rocket Money will cancel it for you. No more long hold times with customer service or tedious emailing back and forth. Rocket Money makes canceling subscriptions as easy as a click of a button. Stop throwing away your money. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash carpool. That's rocketmoney.com slash carpool. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to work on my gut health, immunity, and overall health and energy. And Athletic Greens helps to do just that. With one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source ingredients, and probiotics. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. Athletic Greens was created when the founder experienced a ton of gut health issues and ended up with a complicated supplement routine to recover. It cost him $100 a day. Athletic Greens costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's lifestyle friendly whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with the convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop a day of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com carpool. Again, that's athleticgreens.com carpool to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. Okay, Tyler's home. He t- <laughs> he's with Fred. Yeah, okay. We are and I'm, good now. Well, I'm just focused and I'm ready to deliver industry news, if Perfect. I'm being honest. So let's um, get right into it. Kind of star-studded today, honestly. I okay. kind of have some interesting stories to bring to everyone's attention. The first one is <laughs> crazy. Okay, so my friends over at Automotive News sent me this article. And it says, GM patents system to automatically clean touchscreen smudges gm hasn't said how when or whether self-cleaning technology might make its way into a vehicle but they patent it okay as general motors introduces its newer longer touchscreen in its vehicles it may have also found a way to wipe away fingerprints and other oily residue that users leave behind without the help of a human the automaker recently patented a process that would use a light from violet micro LEDs alongside the red, blue, and green LED light inside the displays. So that's all there is to it. Okay. I mean, the, you know, I don't know how I feel about these LED like screw like cleaning things. Like, have you seen the ones where you can like clean like cutting boards? You know, oh, like, yeah, I grow, sisters, I think we should be using soap and water. <laughs> I know. It's like you can cut raw chicken, then put it back and LED will clean it. And I'm like, uh, I need to. I, I, have don't not, I have actually not seen that. I've seen it before on Oof. something. Yeah. So anyway, like something to watch. But then there's another one that like they're just like doing things. Like, they're just like, I guess, patenting things. GM Robo Taxi Tech does floors. The automaker has filed a patent, a floor system that operates like a conveyor belt that rotates to move any debris dropped by passengers into a collective bin underneath. What? What? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So we don't, you know, like we don't have a ton. Um, because I guess automotive news is just like seeing like who's doing patents, which is like which so, is so interesting. Just like see what those well, like that's how to. that's how we knew that's how we learned about the Toyota Grand Highlander was because Toyota trademarked the name Grand Highlander. Yeah. So you're like, so okay, what so are you up to? Coming. It's kind of like a um, little teaser. It is a teaser. So um, how do you feel about that? That seems. I don't really like that either. Yeah, I don't. I think that if the manufacturer wanted to do something, they could cut back on the amount of crevices because to me, the yeah. problem is it's like especially in like here's here's where the real issue is is the tracks the tracks on these seats get trashed like if you have a minivan mm. like especially like the honda odyssey with the magic slide it's great till you get like goldfish crumbs in it so i would like to see some technology improvements there yeah but what's also is interesting is dad i haven't i should probably like look up the story more but dad's always told me that some of the manufacturers are trying to develop I don't know if you use the word like paint or a coating that dust doesn't stick to. 
or I mean, like that some would of, be great or like some of these like aftermarket like coatings that you could put on vehicles like cut back on dust sticking to it so like you wouldn't have to get car washes as often i mean i would need that more on the interior of my high gloss black that is just like dust city i'm not too worried about that on the exterior of a car but so yeah i just feel like kind of cool i mean who knows where it's gonna be or like if it's even a thing but i don't patent that one general motors Mm. okay um i have two more stories this one's a little not our typical industry news but i thought it was kind of interesting and just like a good psa it's from fox news and it says police warn of alarming crime trend at funerals and car washes so basically there's like been several reports of car thieves targeting victims at these unlikely locations the two main ones being car washes and funerals what so the car washes are mainly happening at those kinds of car washes where like you get out of your vehicle oh, and someone takes yeah, it yeah. and then like before the people even realize it like they jumped in your car and yeah. took it yeah so just like always to make sure you're, like you're watching your car and i'm kind of surprised they don't give you like a receipt with like your car on it like they really are just they just wave that towel and it's like whosoever car this I is know. come get it i know it's kind of strange right yeah so just something to be aware of but then i thought the funeral one was obviously super sad but interesting and these aren't as much as the um the stealing of cars but like the i guess robbery of a vehicle um so basically like it's when mourners leave their vehicles and then walk to the cemetery so like you know how when they did the burial yeah 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 because i guess like you could argue I mean, this is like, you're so like there's a about, lot like we're but like you're like you're not gonna be there for very long like you're going to so like, there's a lot of people around you although they're not around your cars like like but you you get that false sense of security and like i'm gonna be on, like i don't think if i like parked my car somewhere and you think like you're in a safe like i wouldn't bring my purse yeah. to like the actual burial because yeah. it's just like you're just walking well even my phone i might i'll yeah. leave my phone like that's different than like the actual funeral service like this is yeah. happening specifically at cemeteries yeah, which again yeah, yeah. awful horrible um but yeah, I mean, crime is like crazy. So it says cities across the country have reported an increase in car thefts and break-ins in recent months. In 2021, thieves stole 932,000 across the country, according to the National Insurance Crime, which is a 6% increase over 2020 and a 17% increase over 2019. Also, probably not a ton of cameras because it's like outside. There's no buildings. Yeah. So just like. Wow. That's two really things sucks. to just be. I mean, it's just crazy, right? Yeah. Um, and some of those cars, I guess, were also being sold. Because people just like, you know, you, you think you're just like not going to be there for more than a second and no one's around. So always, always, always take your keys, take your yeah. valuables, lock your car and try not to keep that. That's why I'm always like live by such as like a less is more thing in my cars. Yeah. Like you just like I want my car to look empty. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to think there's anything of any value in my car. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, also there's not. I had this friend at the in Dallas at the apartment complex I used to live in. They, there was this really bad stuff with break-ins and he had these broken like air um not AirPods, uh Beats. Beats headphones, but they were like the wired ones. And they were broken, but he just like had them on his mirror, I guess like as a other they broke and he never took them out or as a decorative item or something. Yeah. Car window smashed in to get these beats that don't even work. And now he's like, uh, why Why did I even have those beats there? That was useless. And now I have to go get my car window fixed. Yeah. Well, and some of the times it's like, shoot, maybe I should just left my car unlocked. Right. Or like exactly. my window open uh, because right. it's like there's nothing in there to take. And at least now you didn't have to. Squ- I mean, just yeah. like, for, I mean, just scum of the air. People who like break into people's vehicles. Yeah, like just crazy. I know. Okay. Our next story. Kind of an update from our good friend. Not really my friends. I've never met them. But I feel like, okay, it's Rivian like we haven't like heard from them like i feel yeah, like i feel like at one point it was like every story was rivian rivian mm-hmm. rivian and then it's like radio silence right but they're back or at least i read the headlines and this said rivia faces cash burn demand concerns with q4 earnings this is also from automotive news um rivian is expected to post another big loss for the fourth quarter while staff turnover and consumer demand for the evs and its economic climate pose other concerns so basically what's happening to rivian is they're spending a lot of money that's the cash burn they're having an executive churning like people are just they can't you know they're they're having some turnover in some of their higher mm-hmm. positions and they cannot meet consumer demand um so basically people are worried about rivian and I'm a little worried about Rivian too because I feel like they were 
all that, they're like, wow, look at this electric car. But now like it's everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it. And like these more established brands are doing it. And to me, it's like if I wanted an electric pickup truck and it's keep in mind, these cars are I mean, Rivians are incredibly expensive. I think like they're trying to be. I think sometimes their marketing makes it feels like they're for the everyday family. They're ninety eighty to ninety thousand yeah. dollars. Like they're not these, they're not these affordable trucks or SUVs. They are they are luxury vehicles. So it's kind of already a niche market. Yeah. And then you have to deal with, okay, now there's an F one fifty Lightning, and if I had that much money to spend, I think I'd buy the F one fifty Lightning. Yeah. I mean, like Rivian was the first ones to get it out, which I think was like a huge benefit to them. But now that we have ram and chevy and ford all putting out and even tesla still doing one all putting out these electric trucks and suvs it's just like they're kind of losing their losing the momentum losing losing the market and if you were i think you have to if you're in the market for one of these cars you have to assess the risk like ford is going to be around in 100 years yeah is rivian yeah and the um the truck, the truck demographic is hard. Like you, you saw other brands try and do uh, trucks, and they just like could not perform in the way that Ford, Ram, these these classic truck brands can. Like the Nissan Titan, they don't make that anymore because yeah. the Titan just could not could not compete with the F one fifty. And so now that the F one fifty most popular truck out there is now at the, on the same level, you can get an electric one. Why would you choose a Rivian? Mm-hmm. And yeah, the F-150 looks a lot better than the Rivian. So here are the numbers. Rivian is expected to post a revenue of about $720 million for the fourth quarter on deliveries of 8,054 vehicles, according to Refinitiv Data. Rivian does not break down deliveries by models. We don't know how many R1Ss and R1Ts were sold. The automaker is also expected to post a financial loss similar to its third quarter number, which came to about $1.7 billion. I don't even understand. So they lost $1.7 billion in a quarter? How is this this man? I'm being dead serious. How does he sleep at night? Yeah. And um, I'm not saying it's like... Maybe because, he doesn't. Like, that's just so stressful. Because, like, that's not... You just, like... That's, like, with these startups. Like, they just take all these VCs' money, these venture yeah. capitalists' money, and then, like, they have to figure it out. Yeah. So then the, I thought this was an interesting thing. This is by Carl Brower from IC Cars, an executive analyst at iccars.com. And he says, I still consider Rivian one of the most promising startups out there, but I don't consider them as promising as they were even a year ago. Dang. So he still is like, they're still promising. It's just going to be very hard for them. Yeah. Now that there's other electric vehicles out there. I yeah. just, and, I, and I like the Rivian, but I do think another, not to like trash the Rivian. I'm really not trying to do that. But a lot of what they show is these like clickbaity fun millennial type features but i don't know if they're necessarily driving purchasing decisions so like rivian loves to show you that it has an air pump and a bluetooth speaker built in but like okay um yeah i think like, it's kind, a reason of, to I buy think a it's car. kind of trying to do like what tesla did with like their christmas mode and like you can do these like fun little like clickbaity kitschy things but that I feel like is for the more like millennial affordable market. I don't think that the person who's buying the F-150 Lightning, who's buying the Rivian cares about that kind of stuff. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know either. So anyway, just we'll, we'll have to continue to we'll have to continue to watch old Rivian. Okay. So we had some, um, we have an advice segment written in, and this is actually for carbine. So I thought we could kind of like sneak this into our industry news as well. So this is from Victoria. So she said she leased her car back in 2020, right before everything hit the fan. And she has a 2021 Honda Passport and she pays $180 a month for it. Um, She put 5,000 down and she is now approaching the end of her 36-month lease. The remaining buyout of the vehicle is roughly $23,000 on an MSRP of $35,000. In this current car market, what would your best advice be to someone in a situation like mine where their lease is ending and everything in the car buying market is just nuts? I feel like my only options are to turn in the lease and release something at some insane monthly payment or buy out the car and still have an insane monthly payment because of current APR rates. Because wouldn't that be the same as going to purchase a new slash used car anyway? Question mark. Lose, lose. 
Um, I thankfully have until the end of the year to decide. My brain hurts. I'm in the third try with baby number two. I feel like I never make good decisions when I'm pregnant. Please help. What kind of car does she have? Sorry, I missed that. She has a Honda, a 2021 Honda Passport, and she pays 180 a month oh, for it. Um, so my this is like this is going to be really hard for people. Like leases. I mean, this is like so layered, and this is like such like a good topic to bring up. So first things first, I would tell you I would try to extend your lease and mm-hmm. see if they will offer any extensions on the lease. I'm not honestly like not caught up to whatever manufacturer is doing. But if you call and you're like, hey, I'd like to extend my lease by three months, six months, do it. Like, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Because if you and even for bringing home baby number two, like it'll still work. And to be paying one eighty nine a month is absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, leases are gar bitch right now. Mm-hmm. Like leases are absolutely not it. I would tell you 100 percent do not lease it's going to be to lease a honda passport seven hundred seven hundred dollars yeah it's insanity and the reason leases are high is because manufacturers are putting no rebates behind their leases um because they're not having trouble moving inventory and they don't have to offer these incentives so i think leasing is going to definitely scare you i just don't think it's the deal i do like the idea of you buying out your current car i I think honestly did, did you say what the residual value was uh no Oh, wait, the, is that what she has left to pay on it? No. I don't know what residual value means. Um, well, what does she have left to pay on it? 23000 and it was thirty. And she paid thirty. It's $35,000. Okay, I thought that, that's probably the residual value. Okay. I don't think she has $23,000 left to pay on her lease. Like, that's probably oh, what... no, like, if she bought it outright, it would be twenty three. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's the residual value. Okay. Um, I think that's a good... I think that's a good option if you like your vehicle, or I would tell you to go buy a used twenty-five to $30,000 vehicle. Um, and yeah, it's going to be a higher payment. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. a, there's, so there's, there's just nothing. There's around. just nothing else yeah. to say um, because of the interest rates. I think to set yourself up for a best case scenario, like the newer the car, hopefully the better the interest rate, provided you have good credit. Like newer vehicles technically should get better interest rates than used vehicles. Like a three-year car, we would hope we get a better interest rate than like a 10 year car because the hopes are that the lender feels more stable in the loan and like lending it out. Mm. That does it, it doesn't always happen like that, though. So I would not lease. I would say maybe buy the passport, but also I would see what you could get for your passport. It's been on when you leased. It might be better to instead of turning in your lease, we call it trading in your lease. And basically, like you said, like your buyout is 23000 You likely have to return it to another Honda store because Honda wants their car back. Manufacturers used to allow third-party buyouts, but they're not really doing that anymore. And I would say go to a few different Honda dealers in your area and try to get quotes for what they would buy the car for. And they make a little bit of extra cash that way because depending on what the numbers are, and I wouldn't know those unless like I appraised the vehicle. But if someone wants to offer you 28 and you only owe 23, you just made $5,000 like that. It could help offset yeah. some of the cost of the interest rate. Right. So that would be my advice. But, but so first try to extend your lease. Yeah. Or, or look at trading in your lease or having someone buy out your lease. Yeah. Okay. Buy your lease, not just turn in your lease. So sorry, Victoria. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for ditch the drive through? Hit me with it. Um, I'm bringing one to the table, actually. And that is a new recipe that I tried this week, which was my sauerkraut soup. Now, listen, if you've never had sauerkraut, it's delicious. And if you have had sauerkraut and you didn't like it, I still would, or you didn't hate it, I would still say to give the soup a try because in the soup, it was less sauerkrauty because I didn't use the liquid. Okay. It is so healthy. It is so shummy and satisfying. And I kind of just like made it up like literally out of nowhere. Love that. So here's the recipe, because I think that's probably what you're sticking around for. Yeah. So I started off with just an onion and I sauteed it and then I added some carrots and I added cauliflower because your girl is wearing jeans. I'm trying to get veggies in. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's the thing about me. So I sauteed all of that until it got nice. And then I added um, some tomato paste to give it a little love, depth. Love a tomato paste. Oh, and I also seasoned it with caraway seeds and dill. To give it a little spice. Then after the tomato paste was in there, I then added some chicken stock and then I threw in some diced potatoes and some Polish sausage. What kind of potatoes? Just russet. Okay. Peeled, chopped. 
okay. get you a vegetable chopper. They were like perfect little cubes. They were so shummy. So I did that. This is such a descriptive recipe. I know. You're really animated and about like it. I'm like super passionate about yeah. it. Hopefully it's making for good podcast content. So then you're then you're letting things happen. You've got the sausage. You've got the taters. You've got the carrots. Everything's cooking. Then you add your drained sauerkraut. You let it simmer for about, I did about 30 minutes. The longer it simmers, the better it gets. And you've got some sauerkraut soup. Sauerkraut, sauerkraut and sausage soup. I really liked it. I, that does not sound like something I am going to go make, but I'm happy that you enjoyed it and your whole family enjoyed it. That's exciting. Yeah, my whole family enjoyed it. So That's huge. I feel like you don't like it. Um, I just don't think it, that sounds like I'm not a sauerkraut person per se. So mm-hmm. maybe I'm just like not the audience. How did your cookbook recipe turn out? Oh, mm, it was okay. Yeah. It was the okay. The coconut curry meatballs. It was just spicy. Yeah. Um, and and, and honestly, like, here's the thing. It, I didn't like it better than, like, the yellow curry and coconut milk sauce I get from Trader Joe's. Mm, so, like, Trader yeah. Joe's has, like, a yellow curry sauce. And, like, to me, that one's not as spicy and honestly more flavor- flavorful. So and I'm just easier to... And just easier. Yeah. But now I have, like, so much curry powder because, like, I had to buy curry powder just for the occasion. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what do I do with curry powder? Don't know. But I got to figure it out. Yeah. Well, I still haven't made mine because I was looking at my recipe and it's so it's French toast. However, you have to leave it in the fridge for an hour or up to overnight. That's tough, Liz. So I'm like in the morning when I want to eat breakfast, I'm not going to wait an hour. But I did buy all the ingredients. so I think I'm going to make it tonight and I will give you a full report. Um, It said I could either use brioche or challah bread Mm. and they didn't have any brioche at the store. And I've never tried challah bread before. And I saw on our Facebook page that we need to culture ourselves. And so I'm going to try it and I hope I'm saying it correctly. Forgive me if I'm not. I think it's challah bread, but it has a C in it. So it's confusing. I think, But I think the C is silent. I think it's challah bread. That sounds right. I don't know. I could be totally wrong and really embarrassing myself. I'm so sorry. But with that i think that's our episode is that our episode so thank you so much for listening to the carpool podcast be sure to leave us a review leave us five stars subscribe and follow us on instagram at the carpool we'll talk to you next time see ya thank you for listening to the carpool podcast with kelly and liz make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode and if you enjoyed riding with us tell everybody you know there's room in the car for everyone